Well, NASA had to be hiding in scenes of betrayal of certain meteorite showers supposed to be happening tonight. Now, humans have paid attention within the last few days. He had posted on my own page as well as the forces nonsense of what the sun and the moon had been doing since then. There have been agitated glows of the facts and a lot of higher electromagnetic disturbance fields upon the plateau, as well as uh, cooperation with military agenda. Uh, a lot of Air Force around distribution, some of it's Area 51, as well as the foundations of what's going on with the Pentagon. We are having several units in the mix with this meteorite shower. There's going to at least be 1,000 to 1,500 star units maintained mixed in the lateral sequencing codes. everybody welcome to episode 19 blue how are you i'm good today mike hey what are we going to talk about today in 19 oh one of the main things we would talk about is what's being hidden in certain movie scenes that are actually being portrayed outwards in reality such as the men in black movies uh equifitional beings that are portrayed in it are reality based Canines are the terrestrial dogs utilize reality-based data through a certain uh, fish called a blobfish, which if you look through in one of the MIB movies, I believe in the third one, transitive effect that this species is real. Deep sea ocean dwelling, higher innovation calling code that was hitting on a higher terrestrial platform, as well as some of the technologies that are already out there but well hidden within documentaries itself. Well, I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, hey, before we get going here, I do want to remind everybody, first, thank you for listening. Thank you for, for watching. Uh, if we're not where you get your stuff, let us know and, and we'll get on that platform. But uh, please make sure you like and subscribe. Click on the notification so you're notified whenever we, uh, whenever we post new material here. Blue? Let's get right into it. In 18, we talked about the blue hole. Absolutely. The blue holes, especially one that deals with the main blue hole itself. The biggest one that they found, the oceanic grid, has to deal with underwater scenarios like deep sea creatures like Kraken, Leviathan. The main blue hole that they found, as they have activated many still exploring, especially through NASA itself has these types of creatures. You gotta come and think about the smaller basins of blue holes. There are explorations on aquatic levels that could go to inner worlds. They can go to uh, other dimensional risk plateaus and even go into unknown sequencing database where there are creatures and foundations of the planet itself that are still not even explored or even added onto in a document. Blue holes are one main thing, just like cave systems and other uh, interlateral terms that could go underground that can hit an exacting point into a Garza itself. 
it can maintain at a distribution point that humans don't normally see. So, and again, if you haven't seen 18, I implore you to go back and check out episode 18. But what Blue is saying here is there's, we've talked about inner realms or in, inner earth before, but inside the planet, there's more, there's more. It's not, it's not always look up to the stars. Sometimes you got to look down where you're at. And and I'm going to put up a, 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 a visual here that we used in 18, but so there's other life forms. There's a whole nother society. There's a whole nother existence inside the planet. That's what we're saying. And one of the access points is through these blue holes, right? Yes, but they can also run under definitions that people have not even experienced yet. Such beauty, there could be clean, uh, polarized systems of events where it could end up into uh, caverns or systems where it's cleaner water or levels of effects or something else. But there could also be something that's unknown. Blue holes, sometimes like the great big one, can be something that could uh, be a portal or something that could hold a negative definition or a definition code like the uh, Kraken or Leviathan that really humans shouldn't mess with. So some status uh, alignment holes like that that go underwater, go straight down, are not to be maintained at an exploration node because they have to be protected for these reasons. I'm not saying all creatures are through these systematic based statuses, but there are some. DC creatures are real. Krakens are real. They're just another fortifying seed of a squid like type creature. But they're much bigger and they have destroyed ships before, ocean ships. They don't, they're territorial. Leviathans can run through many types of uh, sizes right down to the smallest that humans thought are eels or a certain type of eels. There is a certain type of and or probably two to four species of eels that are coordinated effective protocols to Leviathans. They're cousins, but they're smaller. But they look look so this is the deep sea type uh lantern eel, I believe. It's got really sharp teeth and a really wide mouth. They're cousins to the Leviathans, but they're very small. Wow! So the there's some <clears throat> there's some overlap between these um th this other dimension, this other place with our ocean, because two thirds of the planet is covered by by ocean that that we think or that we're told, and so underneath we, we know more less about the underneath the oceans than we do space and it's it's right here so this is what what's so fascinating to me is some of the creatures that we've encountered through our oceanic system are like a spillover or or, or a crossover of this this other this other world is what we're saying these other creatures wow yes and they have cousins just like humans have cousins the higher beings and if you think about it like I had stated before in other shows, the Dare, certain gray types of humanoid beings, they are closer replications. Or even Palladians and Nordics and hyperactive dimensionals that are humanoid, close cousins, or our dimensional cousins, or replication codes from another ultra. 
kind of goes through the parallel and the normal attributions of this planet too and by mixed lateral terms. Like uh, squids or you have the Kraken, uh, squids, to leviathans, to eels, uh, to serp sea serpents, to certain types of snakes. The doctrine effects of forces to lateral terms of unicorns. Their cousins mixed in to the lower effects, but there's an upper hyphenated effect that is a reality to that lower effect and by mixed in DNA coding modulation form. That's why some of these things are mixed into movie agendas as well when we're talking about men in black and other aquafictional codes. Yeah, you, you had mentioned that in the in the pre-show notes here, and I want to I, I want to address this real quick. I think there are times that Hollywood is responsible for helping drip out information, so it's not as mind blowing when it happens, but. Tell me more about some of the creatures you saw in the Men in Black series and 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 how real that is. Well, we go through the insectoids. I mean, if you think about some of these cockroaches there and that movie, in the trail there are beings and negative interface. Reality status, I mean, they, they are a nuisance. They are past cockroaches themselves were actually brought here and funded by negative terrestrial beings. That's why they are so hard to get rid of for mankind. So they're invertingly saying that they're a nuisance there, they're a nuisance here. They're all right nuisance altogether. They were justified mainly on proactive uh, inocular events from scientists that were managed through higher curricular activities. Needs to gotten rid of better. Uh, management systems into the certain blobs. It looks like a humanoid face, but they're, they're pink. At curricular scale, they got like a bulbous nose, make noises. I think some of them have human-like teeth. And they are deep-sea-dwelling creatures. Supposedly, they recently found out. And if you think about it, you go back into the Men in Black movie, the third one's going to show them. It shows them straight way into that picture definition, and they're very real. How the hell they look like how they are? Think about Atlantis. Uh, Atlantis societies with certain definitions in inner world, something that's funded behind the scenes and ain't been played out yet, or brought here from other terms, from other cosmic realms. This is just going to have to outlet outward. Also goes to uh, the canine species, the Syrians. In the movie itself, those the canine species that dogs uh, talk very advanced, similar to the human distribution, military co-op agenda. Uh, agenda as well as many others that use these certain types of dogs very smart and intelligent in real life to exact on a platonic event to hyper investigate be able to play out finding these dogs canines uh certain spirits uh, uh, elemental things that they can sense they have higher sensory nodes they're very intelligent why government uses these types of dogs there are there are other types of syrians or dogs that is a bit different on DNA spectrum than mankind. They play a much more advanced notation of something that's higher in paradox effect than what most understand. I must say, the blobfish, not the most attractive thing I've ever seen. It's not something you want to go and pet or cuddle. It's it's like, oh my goodness. But you talked about the insectoids and and you talked about the cockroaches there. And, and one of the things that I found fascinating is as a youth, I remember hearing this and I 
I don't know. I haven't tested this theory, but I remember somebody saying that if you put a roach into a microwave and turn the microwave on, it won't be affected. And that, that, that would be cruel to even try. But at the same time, what I'm saying is that to me kind of says, gives credence to what you're saying here because if it's brought from another world there's a lot of radiation outside our planet and outside our radiation belt and outside the the comfort that we have in our atmosphere here so you can get exposed to radiation very quickly in space so i find that quite interesting and then what you said about syrians the dogs i find that quite interesting as well because there's times I'll we, we have a dog in our household and there's times I'll look at the dog and the dog will look at me and we'll know exactly what each other are thinking or what each other wants. And I know some of that's habit forming and training and such such over time. But again, it, 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 it lends to what you're saying there about the intelligence of these animals. Is there a chance now? I know this is going to sound silly, but is there a chance that these the, the Syrians, the insectoids, the blobfish in another reality somewhere else that they are actually hyper intelligent and we would fail in their society like dogs be, become more subservient to you here maybe on another planet i would be subservient to a syrian is that what we're saying syrians are actually hyper definite dna formality codes transidiate from another timeline neural movement ways that were maintained on a DNA calibration from scientists here, just like cats were. They were DNA enhanced on a neural transmitter line to help reenactment form to bring peace and incorporate a portrayal of a, a cooperation between humans and themselves, more domesticated, more domesticated for a reason, put into their own nation codes to help alleviate a lot of pain and self-deprivation here. But also, some have caused problems, too, because of negative neural standards. Is there a way that we should ever fear these beings, these creatures, these things we find, like the blobfish and insectoids, things that we're coming across here? Do we have any reason to fear that? Blobfish, they don't really do much of anything but sit around. They're, they're, they're like snails. But they're they're intelligent. They have a by waving standard. They have a communication. They actually do speak in a certain way. But they are harmless. They're one of the deep sea creatures. Pretty much are harmless. And they're gooey. They're gooey. They're harmless. Though they're not. They won't harm nothing. Not them types of. They're they are more of a fish paradox species than and then extraterrestrial fish paradox species. There's two different types. One that has a lower maintainment on the neural standard, like psyoptic jellyfish that's low, but they're more thinking standard, but they're on their own wavelength. Kind of similar to that. And on on our planet here, we're we're told that insects are the most numerous thing on the planet. They're the most numerous animal on the planet. If they all got together one day, we'd be in a lot of trouble, I guess. Is there is there a possibility? Are we saying that all insects on this planet are are from somewhere else or encoded special for our planet or or, or what? Certain specified beings that were diagnosed as pests and extracellular scales that have brought and maintained that uh, pharma and other distribution scenes 
with these negative biochemical products and even what they're doing with Tencel and buildings. It's a way to curriculate negativity upon the mainstream. If you can remove certain insects like mosquitoes and, and uh, cockroaches and other negative attributes that were brought here, that were distributed here by scientists, because a lot of, like butterflies and other insects, it may have been a maintained DNA enhanced according to their skill, kind of like other animals rectifies even a uh, paradox effect as well. Newer species brought in from a newer transient wavelength of maintaining a stability. But regardless, there's negative attributes and there's positive attributes to putting out to what you're putting out, what others are playing here. You don't want to play out a negative attribute because it can and mess up the whole entire life forces of a realm. So you anything that was considered a pest and they are routing around it with their distribution scheme with these biochemical products needs to be stopped. You know, and uh, the, they say that if the bees continue to be wiped out on this planet because they're the great pollinators, and if they say that if bees, yeah, they say that if bees are are, are no longer, we're, we're going to starve. So I, I it, again, it lends credence to what you're saying here. With with there's a reason they're here. They they have a job. They're here to help us. You know, I, I as much as I don't like getting stung by a bee, they I know they have their job. I have my job. So, how do these animals differ from a spirit animal or a guiding spirit? Well, if we're getting into the distribution realm for the paradox effect that goes through the physical spirit guides, the physical spirit guides. And the aether's distribution that goes to your neural capacity wavelength, the third node itself, maintains of what brings in to help a scene of events. Canines, like some unknown canine shows up all of a sudden with this kid, never seen it before, helps it out, saves its life, does something. Then all of a sudden it starts showing up every once in a while, just off scale, right there. Or you're seeing some other type of animal, like a frog or a bird or an avia or just some type of being. Even others have dealt with, I myself, um, certain paranormal effects on equation, like spirit, if you will. Jinn. Some people have jinn as being able to bring in a physical and a nature spirit guide because they can mess with both realms of effects. As well as I myself and Della Free Office effects of the paranormal group and their status. And from what I know, I had dealt with uh, hellhounds. People misunderstand what those beings are. They are very real and they can jump in between the Aether's founding point and the physical founding point. They live around great, uh, they live around uh, boneyards or, you know, where gravestones are, graveyards. And, and affect in certain areas, and they could be very good friends to those who be able to found upon their own being with them. They're very high protectors of realms when it comes to the um, Aether's point of event, the in-between. There may be some types of pounds like that that could run on a negative role, but it depends on their frequency outlet and your own. It goes as well to certain beings like phoenixes. Phoenixes are very real. You see, uh, if you can see them in the sky, some people have seen them. 
to the actual elementals itself in certain times of the day or certain uh, clouds are an interval, there becomes some type of shape on a higher photonic event that would show a phoenix. Phoenixes can actually come from volcanic regions as well, distributed around the planet. They're very rare species. Some people have them as detectors because they have learned to use a better astral projection node. They've distributed maintaining their sight with the physical spirit guide. Birds are one main thing, as well as other animals, and the paradox is another main thing. People don't understand that you can run into both. So the first the first thing you talked about there was hellhounds. Is that right? Hellhounds. Okay. I, I'm I, I've never yeah, heard that before, but that sounds kind of weird. That sounds kind of like I should be afraid they of are, well most kind of runs through the definitions of the lower effective realms, but there are some, like the ones I had said, who will join in with a certain paranormal group or higher elemental definition themes. And those people that they join in with, they become very powerful beings and they would help. What I am stating, not all negative beings will go on the negative side. Some will stay on a neutral base status if they feel that they a realm of events or certain equations need a better lateral turn. Now, uh, uh, of those two, you had mentioned the Phoenix as well. That seems like that's a no Nothing brainer. negative from the Phoenix whatsoever. Nope. Phoenixes, yeah. they, they also reign through uh, the equal, uh, equal statistics through the pharaohs as well as Egypt. And the alignment code, some of them ran through an ancient main civilizations as well as other higher definition themes. You know, it's interesting you say that because, again, you look back at some of the uh, paintings or hieroglyphs or 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 statues and, and, and monuments and so forth left by ancient times. So we think you always see a symbol like that looks bird like you see a symbol that looks dog like you see a symbol that looks cat like. And I'm I. I, I I don't think they were doing that for a cat. I don't think they were trying to, hey, let's put a bird head on top of this human-looking figure. You know, I don't think they were that creative to do that. I think they were really documenting history and really documenting these creatures. So we're saying these things have, the, the, the spirit animal guide has been around basically for as long as humanity has because we're supposed to work in conjunction with these guides. Is that is that what we're saying? Yes, and they can come at a neutral standard, a good standard, or a negative standard. I don't, I don't want to get into the magical interface of things, but also goes into the ancient witches of old. Not the negative ones, but the ones that are run uh, through a neutral statistic that learned in a transmitted wave and maintaining that the planet itself was on a good higher scale. They had foreign accent for creating better energy indexers. And they were self-reserved to helping and healing the planet's realm itself. It's just if we could just delve into an understanding of removing a lot of the negative interweavals here and maybe running more neutral. And then as we're running more neutral, get into a better wavelength, moving upwards through it. Maybe the lower spectrum scales would stop their dignified sources of events. 
and get more calibrated in what they're supposed to. Because there needs to be an equilibrium upon a planet. If you're going to have anything else in the trail with it. You know, I've seen a, a situation in movies and in television and what have you. And again, the, the connectivity with these things is remarkable because I remember seeing and hearing things about, and we've talked about the Native American tribes here, the Indians, the the, the people that were previously here in, in, in large mass, were, they would always have this situation where the young teen warrior would be released into the wilderness until he finds his spirit animal or until, I, I, I'm sure there was more to it than what I'm saying, it just... It's amazing to me that all these little civilizations, all these little pockets of people around our, our, our earth have all had this type of experience. It's not, I, I don't think it's coincidence that the, that there's pyramids in more than one place. I don't think it's coincidence that some of the ancient drawings and hieroglyphs from one part of the world are also on another part of the world and they look very similar. Are we saying that there's a possibility that these the, the these these gods, these people that uh the ancient times people had saw and documented, we're saying that these people were visited by these same people. So if it's a if it's somebody in the Middle East and somebody here and the figures look identical, obviously that same person was in both places. Is that something we should be looking toward in the future? Is there going to be some sort of symbiotic thing where, well, of course, it was right in front of us the whole time. But are, are, are we faced with some sort of fatal inevitability because of these spirit animals and because of this paranormal phenomenon? Or are they definitely here to help us? Spirit guys are here to help mankind. But they can be physical spirit guides of animals, of what many have seen who either have assisted them physically or around a lot when they notice them. Or some like the definitions of paranormal groups, even witches, but the good side. Well, I mean, they could be negative types too, but we don't want to talk about that. That's their own point of effect. Let's just hope they get to a more positive outlet. But regardless, what we're just talking about is maintaining your own spirit guide. There are humans that have even spirit definitions of angelic beings themselves, terrestrials, and maintaining into their own documents, as well as those from family members that have, may have signalized some of their formality uh, neuron codes upon the planet's realm. There is such thing as a timeline reloop orthodox effect that could initially, when one passes, their own aether distribution point because of the negative effect of this or something that had really happened bad upon that plateau that stuck to that own point of effect. Curricular scale would either signalize to assisting its closest perimeter, a family unit, communication, even others have seen and or felt their own notice or spirit of a family member to their own. It's not the whole spirit. It's an actually signalized time inlet point that that Aether distribution has locked into your own while you're still alive. But it is still very much real, and it could help your own event. Now, I'm going to do my best to get this show posted as soon as possible here, but we have something that is going to impact us right away here this very weekend, May 5th, May 6th of 2023. 
Tell everybody what's going to be happening, what they should be looking for. Well, NASA had the high-dimensionals of a trail of certain meteorite showers supposed to be happening tonight. Now, humans have paid attention within the last few days. We had posted on my own page as well as the forces announcement of what the sun and the moon had been doing since then. There have been agitated glows of the fact and a lot of higher electromagnetic disturbance fields upon the plateau, as well as uh, cooperation with military agenda. Uh, a lot of Air Force around distribution. Some of it's Area 51 as well as the foundations of what's going on with the Pentagon. We are having star units in the mix with this meteorite shower. There's going to at least be 1,000 to 1,500 star units maintained mixed in the lateral sequencing code. You're going to be able to tell the difference, believe me. They're going to mix into that. You're going to notice the difference in the, cal the cal calibrated. Uh, time spectrum of where it's diagnosed at, and as well as how lit up the star units and the trail between them and the comets to be able to move at a directional different speed. We are maintaining what is coming next, and that is the lunar eclipse. That is the next interval between the next few days. Is What's caused between that as well is moving into the ascension processing speed, electromagnetic field distribution lines, and disturbances scattered abroad across the planet. Is why there have been higher aerodynamic efficient fields scattered in certain areas, higher wind intervals, as well as certain storm replication scenes. So look up, definitely look up this weekend here, and the lunar. You know, we 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 the moon controls our tides, of course, but we we've had situations where people have said, "Oh, the moon is in this phase, or this is happening." out there and this is going to affect people's mood or what have you so this is going to affect us physically mentally or both both we got some star units and acquisition along with it tonight supposedly mixed into a lateral meteor shower so you're thinking in a higher definition of what they already outlitted within the drama race as well these remedies and help fortify into an IO effect and recalibration co op military standards to the agendas of Space Force, SpaceX, Air Force, and teams of NASA in Area 51. Have your final word for today. Yes, I mean, y'all keep doing what you're doing to maintain your higher calibrated steroids. All star seeds generated in a better plateau, so you can find that and maintain it. If you can rise up from the others, do such. Sending away from the negativity streams and maintaining a better distribution point. And to those who want to keep maintaining this negative theme, please stop. Because you're killing off the planet's entire returnal codes as it is. And it's not helping the efficiency of moving forward for an entire realm of effect. So play smart. Do and play the right way of what God or the formality codes of which force would have brought you your force. You don't chop off transgendery parts. You lean forward as male, female, and hyperterrestrial beings like you were motivated for. Learn better on your thought forms. Think better. When you learn and think better, and you are maintained of what you were brought here from source for, I guarantee that everything is going to be back to where it needs to be. It's going to heal. It's going to work. Wow. That's awesome stuff again, Blue. Wonderful show. 
episode 19 in the books. Hey, just a reminder, make sure you subscribe, like, and click on notifications wherever you're getting these episodes. We thank you for tuning in. Blue, I look forward to the next one. You? Yes, very well, Mike. All right. Sounds wonderful. We'll talk to you next time, folks.